Hey there. So, um, I was thinking today that I wanted to um, do a podcast about um, headaches. And I was thinking about it before I went down for a little nap because I'm sick and I do what I want because I'm an adult. (laughs) Um, And I was thinking about it and planning all this stuff that I was going to say. Yes, baby. Sorry about that. I got interrupted by a very sweet little man. (laughs) So anyway, I had planned out a a thing that I was going to do on that. I'll probably get to it eventually. Maybe, maybe not. Um, But then um, when I got up, I was watching This Is Us, which is a fantastic show, by the way. Um, However, um, as a person who has a significant amount of issues with her family. Um, This Is Us is a terrible show for me to watch (laughs) because I feel that even if your family is like the best and you're very, very happy with your family, you could watch This Is Us and be like, I wish that was my family because they're the most perfect family and they're still all messed up. <laughs> so even if you have the best family ever, you're probably still jealous of that family. Anyway, um, spoiler alert, uh, if you haven't seen the show, the dad dies. <laughs> um, and it got me thinking about my mom. Shocker. Um, my mom passed away four years ago, almost five years ago now, um, from a very sudden heart attack. And I never feel like I'm ever going to know the real story there. So my father is maybe, I think, 19 years older than my mother. And at his age, he's in the He's in his 80s now, I believe. He had a significant amount of heart problems. He had some minor heart attacks. Um, He had some, for example, we were living on a farm and he had a minor heart attack that he didn't even realize was a heart attack until months later when he went to get his heart scanned and they said, hey, uh... (laughs) when did you have a heart attack? And he said, I have no idea. I've never had a heart attack. (laughs) Um, So it was uh, an interesting situation that we were all looking at my dad and, you know, planning for that. And then my mom dies of a heart attack. My mom, young, 57, 57 years old, super young. No heart problems that we were aware of. However, after the fact, we found out that maybe she did have heart problems that she just kind of kept from us for who knows how long. Now, that's another thing. I mean, there's a lot that I could get into with my family, but... Basically, the gist is 
I'm the youngest in a very large family. And as I told you before in my other episode, Flashbang, I was the emotional one. So there ended up being this family code that I wasn't privy to until I got older. That I was always told things last, if at all. And I was told these things in a very sheltered way because they didn't want to damage me or have me get too emotional. So I don't really know what really happened with my mom, whether she actually had heart problems or how long she had them or what. I have no idea. Because there's also this other thing with my family where my father is a huge liar. <laughs> and it's, uh, oh boy, <laughs> we're getting into it. My father was the best storyteller when I was growing up. And when I got together with my now spouse, I remember one of the first times that he came over after we started dating. Um, he said, uh, your dad really likes to tell stories, huh? And I said, yeah, he's great. He's had a very exciting life. And he goes, yeah, well, Google is a thing. And I had no idea what he meant. And then I started to listen to what he said. Like, for example, one of my father's claims to fame was that he was a coach for the Alouettes, the Montreal Alouettes football team, college football team, I believe. Sometimes this story actually changed. Sometimes my father played for the Montreal Alouettes, and sometimes he was the coach. Sometimes he was the head coach. Sometimes he was the defensive coach, because that's what he, he was a defensive coach for my brother's teams, just minor nothing leagues and we always just kind of took it at you know all right dad said it so why why would he lie about something like that but google is a thing my father never coached the alouettes my father never played for the alouettes he just made it up and after my mother's death after my spouse had already called him out on it, essentially, without embarrassing him or anything like that. He finally admitted to us that he lied about it. He never said why. He never gave any kind of explanation. He just said he lied to us about that. Just about that. And that he, it's haunted him, which I have my doubts. <sighs> anyway, sidetracked. <laughs> so anyway, this episode of This Is Us got me remembering my mom, which is something that I do pretty often. So often, in fact, that I'm often thinking... You know, is it normal that I 
think about her this often. Is it is it normal that I'm still affected this much in the day-to-day by her death for almost five years later? And usually I say yes, because I was living with my mother at the time. My mother and I were very close. My mother was my best friend. And I didn't have a lot of friends. I still don't have a lot of friends. So that meant a lot to me. Um, And I miss her all the time. And it sucks. Um, But one thing that I am always grateful for, and one thing that I never regret is something that she always said to us and that I always very much took to heart and that was that you should always always leave your loved ones with kind words always so the amount of times that I heard my parents tell each other that they loved each other is infinite. (laughs) The amount of times that I said it to my mother, unbelievable. After every phone call, after every visit, after every trip to the grocery store, after everything, always, when I parted with my mother, I always told her I loved her. And when my mother passed away, I was in Kingston with my best friends, um, celebrating one of my oldest friend's birthdays. And um, the last time I had seen my mother was um, when she had dropped me off at my friend's house to go on this trip the day before, or two days before, the Friday I found out on the Sunday. And I remember the drive into town with her. I wrote down a quote that she had said on that drive because it was silly and ridiculous. I can't think of it right now. Something about her not having any friends, (laughs) which sounds sad, but it was really funny. And I remember getting out of the car at my friend's house and her getting out of the car. I'm I'm not sure why, actually. Maybe to help me with my bag or something or maybe just to give me a hug. But she got out of the car and I got out of the car and I walked around to her side and I gave her a big hug. And I said, thanks for driving me in. I love you. I'll see you in a couple days. And that's the last things that I said to my mom. And the last things that I heard from my mom were, I love you too. I'll see you in a couple days. And I have a lot of pain because of my mom's death. I have a lot of anger because of my mom's death. I have a lot of feelings (laughs) towards the whole situation. But what I don't have is regret. 
what I don't have is worry that she didn't know how I felt. And what I do have is that knowledge that that's the last thing that we said to each other. And I think that that makes us very lucky because some people aren't that lucky. If I had been at the house, those probably wouldn't have been my last words to her. I mean, they might have because it happened at night, so it probably would have been, I love you, have a good night. But it might not have. Maybe, maybe it would have been better if I had been there. Maybe I would have done something differently. I like to think I would have done something differently, but... But I wouldn't have this knowledge, this memory. And I'm very grateful for that. And like I said, not everybody gets it for whatever reason. Because sometimes death comes even more sudden than this. And sometimes it comes when you least expect it. I mean, my mother and I got into fights when I was younger. What if it had happened when, when I was a teenager? When I was a teenager, my mother tried to commit suicide because she struggled her entire life with depression. And one night, we pretty much all got into a fight with her. And I'm fairly confident we pretty much all called her an alcoholic and yelled at her and just truly made her feel like shit. And um, hopefully you know this, but turns out alcohol is a depressant. And she drank and she drank and she drank. And then she went upstairs and she cut the inside of her elbows. And she bled out. She lost four liters. And the last thing that I said to her there was anger. I don't remember what it was, but it was definitely not, I love you, I'll see you in two days. It was anger. And I don't know what I would have done if that was the last time that I had seen my mom. Sometimes death happens at times like that. Very inappropriate. So, pretty sad story. <laughs> pretty sad episode of the old podcast here. Um, but with hopefully a lesson that you've probably heard a, a dozen times or more. Something that people say all the time, but they just don't do. And with my, with my spouse now, it's very different. Because for us... For him, saying I love you is special and it's meaningful because to him, those words were sometimes said with emptiness and they had no meaning and they had nothing behind them and they were just words. So for him, those words are special, very special. 
and for that reason they're not set all the time and that's fine with me because that makes sense and that means a lot to me and it makes it very special for me as well so I get that for sure but at the same time I still tell him as often as I possibly can how much I love him and how much I appreciate him and it's because it's true it's because those words have a significant amount of meaning behind them and every time I say them it isn't out of habit it isn't out of necessity it isn't because I hear in the back of my mind make sure you say it because it might be the last time it's because I mean it and I need it to be heard I need it to be ingrained I need him to know always every single day every time he leaves every time we hang up the phone always I always need him to know I never want there to be any doubt so however that works for you whether that means you show those feelings and say them in the specialist of moments or whether that means you say those words every time you leave every time you say goodbye whatever it means to you always make sure that the people that you love know and again I'm sure you've heard that a million times but I'm really grateful. Anyway. That was kind of a sad, sad episode. Next one will be better, I think. <laughs> um, I hope your day is going well. I hope your life is going all right. And I will check back in next time.